0: Hello and welcome to the third episode of Artist Date, I am Pedro Bonato,
1: Jana Komarnicka
0: and we're joined, today is the first episode that we actually have guests that we met here in Istanbul and that's uh, really cool so quickly we're actually talking just before we started recording about names so Jesper and Cecilia. Yeah. So, the, and you guys are Danish, you're actually talking about like, oh, should, how should I pronounce your name? And you had like very casual, like, however you pronounce your name is uh, is cool, right?
2: Yeah, as long as I can relate. Recognize it. <laughs> <laughs> you can do the same twice.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, so we were like just to, um, if you're new to the show, uh, welcome. Like, this is our third recording with me and Jana, and basically last week... We met you guys in this small, little, like artsy. It was called Kafir Madrasa. Aga Madrasa. Kafir Aga Madrasa is this little, very cute, uh, like spot that has been around since the times of uh, Solomon. Uh, uh, yeah, 1559. 1559, <laughs> and now it's like a, a little art space. And you guys walked in with your family, like with your three kids, and then we started chatting. And you guys had such a cool, <laughs> like, uh, like uh, experience. It is. Totally related to some things that we were actually thinking about, which is traveling with kids and your approach to, to teaching. Then I thought, oh, let's chat and talk about and see how the conversation goes. So, welcome to the show. Thank
3: you. <laughs> An honor to be here. Show. As we are home.
2: Yes. <laughs> yes. Very honored to sit in
1: my rented couch. <laughs> yes. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: yeah so uh, first thing is like, so we should mention that you guys have been long term travelers. Yep. And uh, you travel with your kids, which is awesome. Which are of different age ranges it would have been
2: very, very unawesome to leave them at home. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and you travel like long term, and you actually yeah. like, uh, and you have a different approach to, 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 to education, which is great. So then let's uh, let's uh, get into. it. Do you have anything?
1: How did everything started for, in terms of like long travels? Like when was your first you know long travel? Use this mindset. Oh, let's travel for a long time. Let's say. Yeah.
2: It's a very hard question to answer because always when something, when you make a decision or start a project there will be multiple reasons Mm -hmm. and multiple explanations for why did I end up having this as a life goal or having this as a core value so there couldn't be like one answer. I could give you a whole list of answers so maybe it was when my grandmother went to Iran 70 years ago yeah. with her family and stayed there for almost two years and and It had a great impact on our family like the whole Family identity was very much influenced by this time in in what is now Iran, what was then Persia um, Maybe it was the road trips when I was a kid. Maybe it was some um, there's something magical about our relation, we always talked about traveling when we met. It was all we had like half a day of not working and not cleaning and not, you yeah. know, breastfeeding then we would start talking we about have a lot of kids. So then we, it would be about traveling, it would always be about traveling. And maybe it was because I beat cancer 10 years ago oh and really God. felt oh, what 11 in, now, in, yeah, in, whatever, yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Uh, and, and when I had cancer, I thought if I beat this, I will not want to live through another Danish winter because I just hate Nordic winters. But
3: before that, we but started we, actually to take t- uh, one month long uh, winter vacations. Uh was was after? No.
2: It was after? No, the
3: Thailand and Syria. Okay. It was before.
2: Before and after. <laughs> before and after. <laughs> Okay. But so, after we did it every year.
3: Yeah, yeah, we did it every yeah. year, and 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 uh, the winters in in Denmark are beautiful if you like grey weather and uh, a lot of. Um, if you can
2: afford a good couch.
3: Yeah, and I mean no, <laughs> <just> joking aside, <laughs> it is very long winter in Denmark. It is not Nordic enough to be filled and beautiful. We have like a couple of weeks of snow, and the rest is just grey we had one winter and i believe it was the was it the winter before we left maybe where there was in january 7 hours of sunshine in a whole month uh, and if that's it's, not uh, enough to horrible. kill yourself then i don't know what <laughs>
0: yeah we we can't relate (laughs) yeah because we were living in canada for like like, 10 years and stuff and in toronto it's like it snows but it's a flat city so you can't even go out to snowboard or anything and it's it's brutal not even just brutal cold but it's long it it
2: drags on it's so that's the other thing about the nordic winter is that it's very long it but we go to Sweden, and
3: then it's beautiful if you go a couple of hundred kilometers up, because mm-hmm. then it's at white. least you have snow. You have the snow, and
2: then you have light. But we just have rain, rain. and grey weather rain. and cold, and we hate it. Yeah. And especially I hate it very
3: But, but much. to answer the question uh, anyway. on some of the other points, what happened was uh, Cecilia beat cancer. Uh, in, in that period, I was uh, when she was uh, hospitalized. I was home alone with uh, back then. We had three kids. She survived and we got uh, a a surprise with with, uh, Fjord who is uh, our youngest, he's nine now. And that year when Cecilia was pregnant, uh, we realized uh, the pain of having four children and trying to take public transportation. (laughs) We were living in the big city. We uh, didn't have a driver's license
2: and we were the same age, so we were 37. And we couldn't drive a car. Couldn't
3: drive a car, oh, but okay.
2: we lived in the middle of Copenhagen, so we didn't need to drive a car. We mm-hmm. would use our bike. We had a cargo bike for the kids, and uh, we would just take the train if we needed to go out of town. But sometimes. we had an
3: experience one day where one we had two children on the outside of a train, and the, the, the rest of us inside, and no. we were like, oh, "Yeah, with Leo and Stone."
2: Well, maybe yeah. I don't know.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: it was actually we were so many people when we got to the fourth child. No, actually, even with three children and one dog, that sometimes we could hardly get into the train before the train would leave. Oh.
3: So we were like, because okay, if you get... have
2: suitcases and stuff, you're going on vacation, and you have a lot of stuff, you have a lot of kids, you have a dog, you have a wagon for the children. And then, you know, of course, we we didn't leave them behind there, but we hardly got in. So when I got pregnant just after cancer, I was still bald. I was still really weak. And, and I realized, okay, I'm going to have a child. I said I need three things. I need a fully automatic espresso machine. <laughs> <laughs> nice, you got that. Because mm-hmm. I have to be able to get espresso using only one hand.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it needs to like grind grind the coffee, not not an espresso. I call, had the perfect private. one
2: before, but you need both hands to make a good espresso. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm not going through another year of not having coffee. Okay, then I need what is it called the machine that dries your clothes. Oh, a dryer. just a dryer, a dryer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. so we would hang our laundry because we wanted to be sustainable and I was like okay four children I need a dryer mm-hmm. I live in a country where it rains all the time I can't do this I need a dryer and I need a car I can't do it anymore <laughs> and you know, the
3: fourth thing was that you didn't want to go to work anymore
2: no that was after cancer well, that was but cancer. that was before the fourth so, child yeah, yeah. With, with cancer I said I'm never going to work again mm-hmm. I'm just not going to do it I'm never going to do winter again. Never going to work again. And I also promised I'm not going to complain.
0: Ever.
2: Those three together really changed my life. (laughs) They are hard. It's not working. Mm-hmm. yeah we'll give you some options
3: not having a boss, but it's not having a bus yes yeah. yeah. it's, it's not not working
2: it's not not working of course yeah
0: does. of course but then work. we
3: we got the driver's licenses and when Fjord was four months old we uh, rented out our house for three months and to the tr- took a three month road trip to through Europe and we haven't driven a car before more or less oh, so no. so we we learned how to drive uh, and, and we got what we understood and that travel was different things one of them was it's not fun to be on vacation for three months. Honestly, I don't like it. Uh, it, 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 it. We saw a lot of beautiful places, and it
2: was fun.
3: It was fun, but three months is a really long vacation. And uh, yeah. I, for example, I need <laughs> stuff to do. Otherwise, my family gets tired of me because I get
2: gets uh, really
3: I get annoying, very very happy, and you
2: think. You know, uh, well, yeah, yeah, I can relate. And <laughs> yeah. the jokes, you know, the quality
3: just the, the, <laughs> they
0: just lower. <laughs> And, 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 and at some point rib- you're
2: like, okay, I'm going out for coffee, <laughs> <laughs> and then you you make up some project you yeah. want to work mm-hmm. on, and then 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 we join each other in <laughs> two hours from now.
3: <laughs> but but back then it was in twelve. Then then the we talk we kept talking about it, but it wasn't in was really in our mind that it I mean, was did possible.
2: Oh, well, that was before twelve. Yeah,
3: it wasn't really in our mind that it was possible to take to travel full-time, not having a day-to-day office and uh, unschooling the kids. So what happened uh, was that uh, Storm, our mm-hmm. our oldest boy, he's uh, 15. We have a grown-up daughter, 22. She was in, in a free school. But he, he went to us and said that he didn't want to go to school. Uh, and he and, said
2: it so nicely. He yeah. just said, you know, Mom and Dad, this whole school thing, I, I don't think it's for me. It's
3: not the right choice.
2: Um, it's not for me. Other kids maybe, but me, no.
0: And He has been like going to school until ne- then never. or never? No, 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 no. Uh, so never, so in Denmark we call it school
2: gosh, after six years old. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, or that see. we call it kindergarten. Yeah, of course. Uh-huh. And they were in... So we have now in total four children. 22 years old, living in Copenhagen. 15 traveling with us. 12 traveling with us. And 9 mm. traveling with us. And the two in the middle, they were in kindergarten before I had cancer. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. after the cancer, we took them them home. home. Because the thing was that after the cancer, after the treatment of the cancer, we didn't know if it was gone. I had leukemia. And you cannot measure if it's still there. Mm -hmm. You have to wait and see. So when I came back after six months in the hospital, we didn't know if I was staying or if it was just one month and I'm going back. And, you know, we didn't know my prognosis was really bad. And, of course, all we wanted was to be together in the time that we had. So we took the kids out of uh, kindergarten. The big one wanted to stay in school. And uh, then I got pregnant and we had the fourth one. So after this road trip he just talked about was the time for our oldest son, now 15, to start what we call school in Denmark after, after six years old, which is mandatory. It's not mandatory, but education is mandatory mm-hmm. at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he said, I don't think it's me oh, no. And we were like, hmm. Took some of us
3: listened better. Uh, Cecilia some listens better. Thought, I tried. I was like, no, but I was are raised with women? you. Of course you go to school because yeah. it's, uh, I was very much more in the box than Cecilia was. So um, my
2: parents are kind of wild and crazy yeah and I, I'm from and a suburb
3: in Denmark His parents it's are nice awesome and... but more
2: like and, and so it, it
3: wasn't so it took me so first uh, they are not normal your parents no, no, it's not facing. in that way. No, no,
0: no. Which parents are normal? <laughs> yeah, no, no, but no. I'm
2: just, you know, it sounds almost offensive. But no, no. they lived in a house and they did the jobs, and things were more like yeah. what you would imagine a family life. In and, the then, 80s and in 90s. my
3: world, kids went to school. I went to school, and it was like, it was good for me, it must be good for you. Uh, and, <laughs> and, and, and I had, no, actually, one of those kids and had an okay, perfectly happy because school time. Listened. I didn't listen, so I was fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but, uh, so me some time and but we we tried to talk him into it and he so was we're
2: trying to answer why we, we started, started full tram, travel yeah. time traveling no
3: okay okay i will speed it up then No, yeah that's really cool
0: like,
2: no so what happened it. was we listened but that's what, listened. what i told you it has a lot of yeah. things yeah. going yeah. together we, to this point
3: of we know. listened to him and and that for me it was like Cecile was like let us do it and i was like uh, no 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 okay we can do it one year i mean you're six year old you can start one year later nothing will get Actually, hurt you said six months. okay maybe i said six months but still <laughs> after a week or two i was like yeah
2: the funny thing is that it took him a long time a long time like three or four weeks to hmm. accept okay let's try it let's not put him to school and let's check it out for six months but then you have to teach him how to read and write. And he was like a little more scared. Yeah, and course. I was like, nah, yeah. let's just you know live in the flow. But then after maybe one or two months of homeschooling, he completely let go. He was mm-hmm. like, this is just life. Yeah. We just live. And I got stuck with this idea that I had to teach them everything. And it took me mm-hmm. maybe a it year or two to let go of the whole idea of schooling and just you know start living. I don't know, it it was just, maybe because it was more, at that and you point, also went more to the my, res- and but it was more my responsibility, yeah. because you were gone in the office all yeah, day, yeah. and I was home with the kids, so if they never learned to read and write, it would reflect back um, on me, it would be my responsibility, not right. reflect on, me, but, you know, it would be my kids having this problem, and it would be my fault, because, of course, he couldn't teach them, as he was not there. So, it took two years, something like that, before yeah. we realized, and you know, to just let go. To and just then, let being
3: being parents, you have responsibilities. Uh, and for each child, you have different responsibilities. And we had a grown up daughter who's twenty two now, and she really loved her youth life in Copenhagen. Uh, and so we could see she had an education she wanted to do, and we could look at our life like from the above and say, okay. If we ever want to go and try to travel then there is a room here and that room was when she was finished with her youth education mm-hmm. which changed a side story to that a little later and and then uh before storms turned uh, too old i mean would you travel with your parents when you're 21 18 19 maybe not so
2: maybe, maybe if you already are already doing, it.
3: doing it then you could maybe explore and go back so We knew that once he finished uh, high school, um, then we had a room of three to four years where we could travel, uh, at least. uh, Because if he wanted a youth education, classical youth education, he should start this summer. He doesn't. He he studies life and he, he works and he is having a lot of fun. So there was this room and what really happened also was it became more and more weird for me to go to work. Because our oldest daughter, she took a leap year, um, and uh, Cecilia was home, didn't work, and the three kids were home, didn't work, and the dog seriously didn't work. And so every morning...
2: And the other dog was just a puppy. And it
3: was just a puppy, so made didn't nothing. Didn't work at all. So every day I went to an office, uh, leaving my family behind. That is really strange. And, and and it felt uh, in the end like I was the reason that we have to stay in uh, Denmark because I had a day job. So we actually took a talk in 15, I think it was, uh, where we looked at the time frame and that and said to ourselves, okay, we need to change this. Uh, So we we made a plan that inside three years, we wanted to have built up uh, almost the same amount of income on the side as it did when going to work. Because one thing is being a normal nomad, digital nomad nowadays, where it's like, oh, you're a digital nomad, Uh, how many do you need to... provide for one, <laughs> one person on a budget in Thailand, okay? That's, no. No, no, that's doable. That's doable. But, but to, to take the plug, I didn't have the balls to just say, okay, you know what, um, uh, thank you, it was wonderful working for you guys, now we just leave. Uh, and then not knowing how to feed the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, we used three years to build up income on design.
2: But it was also three years because our oldest daughter, she got accepted yeah. into a school for writers, which oh. is a very, you know, very good one in, in Copenhagen. And yeah. it takes only, is it, 12 students three. every second year? Oh, wow. And she was the youngest one to ever be accepted. And it was like a really great honor and a great, great opportunity for her. And she was only 16. at the time so of course we wouldn't leave her 16 years old and 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 we couldn't tell her you can do that education somewhere else no she couldn't this is a very special school and she's very talented and if you're if you're that talented a writer usually you write in your own language so she's narrowed down to and she was already accepted at the school so we thought okay then we have this time the two years that she's studying at the university writing we're staying put but we're gonna make the money, not to save up money, but to have a steady income so we feel comfortable leaving. Mm-hmm. And uh, then there's the bus. Oh yeah. Uh, maybe we should talk about the yes. bus. A
0: yeah. little,
3: a little about the
0: bus. Yeah, it's interesting because it's on your website. Yeah. Actually, we should just mention to people that like you guys have like a very cool like a website that has like a lot of writing from you guys and has a I'm married like from her. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and they have like that cool photo of you guys in the And in the big bus. red bus. So, yeah. I guess we could uh, yeah. talk about that a little bit.
2: So, now we are at the point where we have decided to go full-time traveling and we also know more or less when we're going to do it because we're going to have to wait those two years for this education and so it makes things more specific mm-hmm. and um we started discussing how we travel? travel yeah. because there are so many styles you could also do slow traveling say okay i go to this place i rent a place for six months i get to know this country this language some people even send their kids to the local school and and then after 6 months we relocate and we do something else or we could go backpacking or we could you know buy a camper van mm-hmm. or there's so many ways to do it and we decided that it would be more feel more secure and homey for the kids if we traveled in some kind of home and we we
3: uh, explored. The, we already uh,
2: had a converted van. Yeah, and, but we, we had also had
3: explored cities. should it be a boat? But I don't know how to sail, <laughs> and, and it, it limits also your freedom right. with a boat because wow. you can only go from harbor to harbor. Okay. Uh, and I'm afraid of the big ocean, so we would like harbor to harbor <laughs> along the coast. <laughs> that
2: was a really bad plan the boat then. Yeah. Of course, you can walk. Hmm. But you know, We're not going to
3: go that far uh, so the bus was actually the most logical so choice
2: yeah then it could have been a camper van but there's something about the camper vans there's just uh,
3: they're wonderful bike, for two or three weeks also but it's some it's, people
2: do awesome things in camper van. the yeah. circus family for yeah, example they yeah, yeah. like, i mean it's not like but it's not for us mm-hmm. it was very clear and, it's not I, for us. I, and he's so big inside yeah. a camper van he would just well, break things all the, all the time. time and walk into the, because they are made like the toilet in an airplane
0: mm-hmm. yes meant like in a good is.
2: way yeah. very efficient very small little things you open and, and no, but also and the this windows guy, the windows break it and you know like, it's like
0: the bull in the china way. but so. but the thing with
3: the bus was we 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 actually talked about it in the start, that maybe it would just be um, a, a ticket out of the day-to-day but work.
2: Actually, we realized that whatever way we get out of this life that we have now, into the other life, the nomadic life, yeah. it's just, you know, a bridge. And it doesn't have to be our style forever, because we can't know what it will do mm-hmm. to us to be nomadic. We just, we just know that we want this change. And we had a beautiful life in Copenhagen. Of course, it sucks to go to the office, but it wasn't I had that a nice, bad. I have fun we had a great house. We had great friends. We still have the friends. We don't have the house anymore. <laughs> the city is, of course, it's Copenhagen. It's wonderful. Um, so it was hard to leave. But we just felt, now we've been here for 40 years. <laughs> right? And the planet is so big. And if we only go six weeks every summer, there's a limit to how much can we... Yeah, we wanted to do this full time life. Uh, there was this guy we discussed it with. He said, you know, in I don't know, twenty seventeen, he was three weeks in Thailand and he remembered every moment of it. And the other forty something weeks is a blur. Of just going to work. It's the right. same.
0: Yeah. So
2: mm-hmm. we wanted this life where you're awake. I told you when you came here, I'm awake all the time. It's like I'm, so Istanbul, if I can say something about yes. Istanbul in the middle of our story, we're in Istanbul and I'm awake all the time like I am when I travel. It's so stimulating for the brain. I get new ideas, new inspiration, new questions, new sentiments, new vibrations. I pick up all the time here and it's a bit like dreaming it's wobbly in a way so I'm awake and sleeping but I'm not numb and I'm not in any routine and I'm not like just doing you know press repeat every morning because this symbol is crazy Mm -hmm. yeah but in a good way yeah but in a crazy way yeah so this is what we wanted we wanted this ever-changing life but we didn't know how how will we how do we want to do it?
3: And also we talked so about the security We said, with the okay, children. If,
2: we can, if we can leave in the bus, mm-hmm. then we're out, and then we'll have to see. So, couldn't be a camper van. We had to get a big old bus. Yeah, we I'd wanted f- a veteran because he liked the look I, of it. We met
3: some people uh, in Copenhagen who had he a so wonderful bus. Wanted and one, I was just like, like, I want that. Zoom. It's beautiful. And, and I... I, I uh, <laughs> When you I see woke something, me up I some night. Oh yeah, we I was sitting drinking red wine with a friend when I found this <laughs> bus, and it was like we need to go to uh, to Sweden to buy a bus. And she's like, "It's Sunday it's morning, two uh, in the night. Yeah.
2: Why are you waking yeah. no, up?" No, no, I no, found but, the uh, bus.
3: Yeah, and it's like, okay, okay, can we can talk. Can about we tomorrow? talk about okay. it tomorrow after coffee, okay. yeah. <laughs> No, but then we went uh, on the first day and bought it, uh, and it was uh, I cried on the way home because it did the did. The, the, the feeling of seeing the ticket out of that life. You have, I went to work for 20 years in an office. Uh, I have worked in the media industry. I've been blessed. I have wonderful tasks and wonderful colleagues. But it has not been being together with my family.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: It has been together with people I haven't chosen uh, in my life. And I think that's one of the biggest differences of, of this traveling. Um, to, to choose whom to be together with. But the bus is more or less, it was a ticket out. Now it stands and we traveled for in it for a couple of months uh, and then we fell in love with a place. And then we tried to leave and it was in Animal Sanctuary where we uh, parked the bus for one week.
2: So the two plan weeks? was to stay one or two weeks.
0: In December Sanctuary so is in uh, this Spain. This is in northern in Spain. Spain, yeah. yeah. Yes. yeah this uh-huh. is where
2: we traveled the bus. First we rebuilt the bus for a very long time, but
3: only three months, so.
2: too much for me, <laughs> <laughs> and then we traveled the bus for another three months, yeah. and so we came to this animal sanctuary, and something happened there, the plan was to stay two weeks, and then we stayed a little longer, and they started inviting us for the Christmas party, and we were yeah. like, but that's in five weeks from now, <laughs> um, yeah, and then we wanted to go to the Canary Islands for winter. So we asked, can we leave the bus here and fly and come mm-hmm. back? And we did that and then we came mm. back and then we really liked it. And they told us that they were going to tear down the bridge so we could never leave. They really liked having us <laughs> yeah. there. So we felt welcome and we felt at home. And then unfortunately, my mother died oh, and we had to fly back to Denmark, um, stayed for... Month and a half Mm -hmm. troubleshooting and a lot of things happened in my family when my mother died and and then we came back to the bus in spain and i just needed a break i was so exhausted because my whole process of grieving my mother's death had just been on hold while i was in denmark troubleshooting Mm -hmm. the whole situation so i came back personally exhausted I needed to look at the horizon for a while, so I did that. And I was still shaken when he started saying, oh,
1: we have to go, now we should start the bus
2: and go. We bought this bus to travel and we should start it, and I was like, mm, I feel we shouldn't. And he was like, no, you're just tired, let's go. And You know, I felt we shouldn't, he felt we should, yep. and you know, you can't follow two different mm-hmm. feelings, so we tried. But basically without telling all of the stories of the bus, <laughs> the bus didn't want to go. Huh. Every time we started the bus or tried to start the bus, something happened. Uh, First, it was my mother leaving the planet.
3: Second time, I broke a window against the tree. Second
2: time, it was a tree entering the bus through a window. Third time,
3: a tire was flat.
2: Then there was the battery.
3: Battery dead and then an air compression thing didn't work. Everything works now, and the bus can. The bus is be.
2: perfect and can drive now, but we're not going to do it. No, we, we have accept accepted. That, uh, the bus must stay there. It's, it has. We're actually working on home. buying the piece of land where it's parked. So just it can to be not, happy. To make yeah. it happy, because it's an old lady. It's older than me. The bus. <laughs> it's a very, very beautiful. Old but now lady. we
3: also have a. We have a base. Uh, three to four months, uh, maybe five months. Covid was uh, came and was a little longer. But, but we have a home in Spain uh, and we can always return to it and with our lifestyle. And being, we can
2: move it if we want to.
3: Yeah, but until now we don't want to. It's like, no. <laughs> it's a good place to come back to. We're there uh, three to five months a year. On the, So it's like one and a half months. You say leave. it
2: like we have routines. We don't have no, routines. No.
3: But it, the feeling is we'll return, we will go to Denmark in August, then we will go back there, be there for one or two months. Then we will leave over the winter, because when you can choose where you want to be, then there's no reason to be in Spain in the winter. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: in the south. Or the, the area, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: And then we will go, then we will come back because we have friends, we have family, not family, they feel like family, yeah. but we have the animals. And some of the animals have uh, have been given names after our children, of us. We have been to the birds of donkeys, and before we left Spain this time, we uh, we pig set if you it's called that a, a piglet, uh, mm. for almost a month because it was pre uh, prenatal born mm. too early. So I slept with it in the night and all. <laughs> I miss missing. Him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kiwi, yeah. No. So. 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 This place alone give us so many experiences and we volunteer our time, help them with the donation program. And our kids are helping them, learning how to raise animals. It's just awesome. Yeah, that's...
2: And it still feels like traveling. I mean, it still feels like an adventure to be there. And the funny thing is, it's called Món Lavasa, which in Catalan means the world around the pond. So we wanted to travel the world and we got to the world mm. <laughs> with our bus and then we just realized the bus shouldn't be a limitation, it should be a solution. And mm-hmm. it seems so that what happened to our family is that the bus is a base. It feels like home. We call it home when we come to the bus and then we stay for whatever time we want. Mm-hmm. And, and
1: how you travel now? Like it's So we bus- also have a van,
2: mm-hmm. we have a v-
1: actually we have two vans. Yeah. <laughs> also have bikes and we we, yeah, we started with
3: yeah <laughs> no we started we started with a bus with bikes and then we bought a van and then we bought a Mercedes Sprinter which we are going to rebuild because
2: the Sprinter is the new project. So yeah. for now we travel in the Volkswagen multivan which has seven seats mm. and the Westphalia pop-top, so if we need to sleep in it we can do it. It's a little so the kids are not very small anymore uh, <laughs> right. so when we sleep in the van if it's more than a couple of 28 minutes. degrees outside it's kind of hard to sleep right, in the yeah. van mm-hmm. and of course it's a narrow space and we don't travel with a lot of stuff anymore but we still travel with musical instruments so and five, books people. Right. And we're five right people we five people we all need clothes and yeah. so I mean, we learn all the time, but but also we travel with our life. So that's why we bring the musical instruments. We also travel with a high-speed blender because we really enjoy having our smoothies and our hummus. Mm
3: -hmm. And And a milk frother because (laughs) you need good milk for her coffee. (laughs) We have a built-in
2: kitchen in the van, like you pull out some drawers in the back. And so we have a lot of kitchen stuff there because we're also vegan and we don't eat gluten. So cooking is... Very often I mean, it's necessary. easier to
3: travel with a pot you know how to cook in. Yeah, I hate that So we have, we bring our things. own pot. Yeah.
2: So uh, yeah, I have a big pot that yeah. I know if I if I cook veggies in this and it's full, we will all be happy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I have my own. Yeah.
3: Uh-huh. Oh, so really that was a long answer to the question
2: about so, the oh, So, How did we start? <laughs> yeah.
3: That was how.
0: That was how. Uh, yeah. That's that's yeah. Awesome. no, it's uh, it's quite. Um, it's quite interesting and fascinating. Like uh, as we when we met before, that's one of the great things about this, uh, like having these conversations, in, interviews. Because I did not know about like your cancer and your experience, like working, it, it, like uh, like leaving the family and all that. It's like you, it's not those, it's not those things that come up. Like oh, by the way, I had the uh, no, like... over the first cup of tea. You have. <laughs> no.
2: I think it was also what our second day in Istanbul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were still kind of um, no, and
3: and the cultural, the whole, there is there um, is. Something interesting about choosing the, the home school that's our dog jumping yes, in. Hello, yeah, Yuna. Gonna...
0: Oh. <laughs> so it's basically traveling with dog with three kids and the dog, yeah. and instruments and yeah. cooking material. It's really cool. Oh, yeah,
3: yeah it's very uh, packed. That's why we but wanted a seven meter. Yeah. I mean,
2: yeah, of then course. we don't yeah. have as much
0: something. Yeah. yeah as if right now we are in uh, like a very lovely like Airbnb apartment that you guys uh, rented yeah. out here like that's one sort of like this is not a tips for traveling show it's just about people like lifestyle all the stuff we're doing yeah. but uh, it's an interesting thing that people sometimes they don't consider like even though it's so prominent around the world people don't know that you can just search for places, see, I want this kind of, out want the whole apartment for myself that has, like, basically full kitchen and yeah. some decoration and, like, nice, and you actually feel at home if you want on that place.
3: And one of the things we actually do is, um, as we travel with our life and not, it's not on vacation, then there, there's two things. Uh, one is uh, we like to come back. For example, there is a vacation house in Denmark we have rented right now two or three times and we might do it again Uh, because it it helps also the children when you travel with, you need to make sure that you don't create rootless children. It's good to give them a sense of stability and uh, not a sense but a feeling of stability. And, and that's it's not really about is.
2: the places in my. No, opinion. but it,
3: okay. Yeah. There's a table football, and that's the vacation that's house. That's the that reason. Yeah, I, I mean, love table football. It's the
2: table football and the proximity to the ocean. Yeah, Yes then. That's yeah. it. Um, but but I here. Think next time we should get
3: another one. Yeah, but here <laughs> to find something that is big enough that we can invite friends. We have invited uh, some friends will come tomorrow. We have a friend in Catalonia. We have said to him, if you want to come, come. Yeah, because extremely one, of, social. Yeah, and one of the things with traveling is it's nice from time to time to rent a place where you can invite people. Interesting. For example, our daughter, one easy way to see our grown up daughter is also if we say, Hey daughter, here's plane tickets to you and your boyfriend. Do you want to join us in Istanbul or in Grand Canaria? And and then if you have a place that's big enough, then it's it's wonderful.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah that's um so that's what, I think we should mention this because uh, it's so let's say for most people it would be unusual. I've heard about the idea of unschooling and how you guys you guys talked a little yeah. bit about this. But I think it's so interesting to, uh, especially now with the pandemic, I think people are more aware at least of homeschooling yeah. or those home pods when you have yeah. like a bunch of each each day of the week one of the parents teach. But there is also this one could say more radical or more natural way that is like that you don't have the thing of standing in front. Of a, one teacher yeah. with all this like like machine style like um, like actually from those times of so like so there there's
2: actually in some way the pandemic is a has been a good
3: it's been a gift all in eye opener all for the people wrapping. about right.
2: homeschooling but in another way it hasn't because. Mm. The pandemic homeschooling was a lot of suffering for a yes, lot of people. Of course. And the kids basically had to still obey the school teacher and the curriculum. The parents didn't have the responsibility for the education. the responsibility was still on the hands of the school. And the parents, most of them had to work from home. So they didn't have any extra time resources to take care of their kids or to have conversations or to un- even understand what the kids had to do. It was just more work on the side of the parents. So I think a lot of parents got a very negative idea about homeschooling yeah. because they were under such pressure and basically we were all under a lot of pressure during the pandemic. Yep. I loved it in some ways and mm-hmm. I hated it. In other. I was in Spain. It was.
3: That was lockdown. That was lockdown. Yeah, yeah. Was lockdown, yeah.
2: lockdown yeah. style. But of course, it was Europe, so no one yeah. beat us but, up. Um,
3: but I think if you, if you,
2: but our our style. Yeah, so no. Take the. I style. would take
3: the other one first and finish yeah. it. If you take children out of it, we don't know how long time mm-hmm. which the, the lockdowns were. Then you of, um, I would have just have said uh, relax. But they have a schedule. They need to have a schedule as they are teaching twenty eight students at the same time. I wish they could do it differently, but if you're te- teaching 28 people at the same time, that might be the best system. It's not a system for us. Our but
1: but the,
2: with the pandemic, it was crazy that they would, yeah. you know, why not just leave the kids Yeah, be and for have three time months. to talk I mean, about the fear and anxiety. Yeah. Yeah. Just leave them be, mm-hmm. but they didn't. Mm-hmm. So, in that respect, I think a lot of people think they know yeah. what it is, but actually, they don't. Yeah, they don't. They no. people they don't. It
1: wasn't people's choice, or exactly. even like they still had to do the work, and it was a lot of stress at the yeah. moment. It happened all suddenly, so, uh, but at least hopefully this time people can look back and maybe see like, oh, maybe that experience could have been better. Maybe to be a call
0: to adventure to some people. Yeah, like to, I think to the see. more
3: people uh, got inspired to start to homeschool, and and what we do is uh, we just live our life
2: uh
3: we don't do school We don't school uh, we love to learn all of us uh, I, I I think on some ways I uh, my own life was I went to the public uh, school and then I went to high school and then I had fun uh, for a lot of years uh, yeah. and then at some point I decided to um,
2: have another kind of fun
3: Have One another family. kind of fun and a family. <laughs> But I was, I was just hanging out, uh, having fun, having, making projects. And then at one point I got my foot into the media industry and mm-hmm. I just worked now there for 20 years and still doing it. So your and point m- is that point you is didn't need an education. I didn't need an education yeah. to end up in a, a really well-paid career mm-hmm. I've had. Uh, and there are so many of the things people work with today that is not something they were told at the university. There are areas where I prefer that people have practiced if I need to go to a doctor, of, of course. Um, but but there are so many think, things. I'm sorry, yeah. I
2: think you're mixing things up. Because there's the question of the higher education or the yeah. education as a base for your career. That's one thing. That's usually mm-hmm. what people learn after the age of 18, 19, 20 years old, after high school kind of. And you choose mm-hmm. your career. You become a doctor or uh, a scientist or whatever. So what I'm interested in and what we're doing is uh, the childhood. It's about the basic education from age, whatever you think. Maybe Mm -hmm. in my country it's six years Mm -hmm. and you have to start school. And then you go to school for it's mandatory to have an education for 10 years in my country. And then most people do another three years of high school, kind of something equivalent to that. And what we believe in is that this compulsory schooling of all of the children stealing most of their time and telling them what to do and what not to do and what is good to do and did they do it well or not. This is toxic. Mm -hmm. We believe that children are very capable of educating themselves. And if we leave them with their time, which is their time on this planet, Uh, We respect their personal integrity and their their ability to find their own trajectory and we leave them to grow up in an environment of unconditional love. They will be loved, whether they are good at things or not. Mm -hmm. And um, they are free to explore whatever they find interesting in this way they will have a basic education which is different from a curriculum based one which means it's also different from a homeschool education Mm -hmm. because we don't homeschool we don't sit around a table with a little bell and a list of what people have Mm -hmm. to do we don't do it we did it in the beginning as i told you but we don't do it anymore um we believe basically they have the right Mm -hmm. to have this personal freedom We are both freedom fighters ourselves. No one can tell us what to do. Mm -hmm. You try and you Mm -hmm. will have problems. Mm -hmm. And of course, it makes no sense that we should tell our children what to do. Of course, Mm -hmm. we respect their personal freedom. So so that's how we do it. We don't.
3: We just live. Mm -hmm.
0: We
1: just live.
3: Yeah,
0: that's uh, the two things. Because to me, that sounds like uh, fascinating. Because I remember, um, like in, in my case, like for school, like I remember... At some point, I loved going to school until the fifth, or sixth grade. And then it became, I remember, oh, now I'm going to learn science. And then I had the teacher say, this is a vector. This is a vector. Is that physics? Like, that's matter. what physics is? So it's sort of like he beats out out of you, the curiosity and the the interest and all those things. And I always saw that. And I always remember going to university, going to like studying uh, undergrad, like in advertising, like communications and things like that. And I remember one of the guys that I most admired in the advertising industry in Brazil. And he said, if you're a painter, if you're a writer, if you're a photographer, if you're a sculptor, we'll try to hire you. If you are in advertising school, I have no use for you. (laughs) And I'm like... It was the first time that, and then I started learning about this other options, and like why can't you let the child follow their curiosity and their interests so that i I totally get the one the two things that i start, as we are thinking eventually to like to get have kids and even this, oh, should we settle down and put kids in school and all those things? The two things that I don't know how you guys deal with is the um like having friends that are the same age. So I'm that so would that, that, that That's would be fun. interesting to know how to why, why that? do that. Oh, love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, like I, I remember, like Press not it. wanting to be. I mean, I love my parents. We would talk in the evenings, like about like where I stand, mm-hmm. discussing Sartre and whatever. But I, I like my friends, my age, to have the stupid problems that a ten-year-old have. So yeah. how do you guys do with that? Uh, let's say, what's the word for it? Like social, social is it? yes, yeah, social yeah. Okay, let's,
3: let's take that one. That's one of the. The fun thing is... So there are
2: two questions. I will not answer it. I'll okay, just say it this. There are two, two questions, questions we always get. Uh, How do you afford it? That, and yeah. what about social life? Yeah. Uh-huh. So the, this is like the star I imagine. The yeah, yeah. But, yeah.
3: but the, yeah. the the really fun thing is being raised like you have been and we have been, it's very difficult to understand the forced reality we have been in. We have been in a reality where I I can t- talk for myself. I dislike people who was a year younger because uh, they were a year younger you didn't talk with them maybe you uh, bullied them and the people who were one year older they were dangerous yes so you only like people your same age because that was the square you were forced into living in um then when you went into sports it was only people on the same age again Mm -hmm. it's a really really weird world and if you think about it i don't know how old are you i'm 42. And I'm f- we shouldn't talk then. How can we talk? How can we talk? I'm right. 46 and we shouldn't be talking. And that's one of the fun things about uh, f- believing that kids need to be around people on the same age. It is If you look at history, it's such a short period where we have had the experiment of school. It's only like yeah. 200 years or something. Uh, I can't uh-huh. remember the correct link, but it's, it's a very short period. And if you take the kindergarten and the nursery places, that's even shorter. I hope and believe that people will wake up and say, oh, that was a crazy experiment we did then. Let's do something better. Because it's not natural. There's nothing normal about forcing 28 people of the same age into the same room. And ask any children or yourself, hey, petrol." Would you like to go out and find 20, uh, eight, uh, 27 other people who are all 42 right now and spend eight hours together with them? Every the, day. Every for day. Right. Five days a week. Right. Huh. Just, just ask yourself that question. Is that something you wake up in the another. morning and think that could be cool? And it's like, no, I would hate it. I would hate not to be in a world where I can... Uh, as the elder to you, young man <laughs> over there, I can I can ooze my wisdom. Uh, or when I meet with tomorrow, my other friend Chris comes, and he's uh, 67 or something, and there I can be the pupil, uh, and I love that. I love to be able to be in a mix of life. So our our kids have friends who are like uh, one of their best friends is 25, right? Uh, and they hang out and play board games at Montabassa, and they have so much fun. Um, And so the aged thing is a really, it's called, if you look into it, it's called ageism also. Mm -hmm. It's a crazy world to believe.
2: So there is the forced reality that most kids grow up in, where they they spend most of their waking hours in a group of uh, people who have more or less the same age. Right. And we all grew up in that reality, so we believe it's reality. And we believe it's good for you, and that's what you need, because when you're forced into this reality and most of it is no fun and you have the curriculum and you have the bells and you have the things you have to do and you have to read this page not that page of the book and the whole structure yeah. of things no freedom no real motivation then the good thing is the friends you have right so you're in a bad box and the good thing you find is your friend over there Right. of course mm-hmm. the, the forced reality of the box of the school That we all remember, which makes us think kids need kids of their own age, is because we were in a box where the only good thing was the other kids.
3: That's brilliant. Did I mention Cecilia is a trained psychologist? So it's not not for fun. She's (laughs) saying it.
2: I didn't read it in a book. No. I discussed it with a friend. Anyway, so that's why we believe so. Another thing is that, of course, we have friends. In the schooled reality you spend, as my husband said, you spend eight hours every day surrounded by kids 25 delight. other kids. Yeah. Let's say they're all your friends. You like them. It's a good social life. I have friends. I have a lot of friends. I have more than 25 friends. But let's say I pick 25 of my friends. Would I want to spend every day
1: from in 8 in way. the morning
2: to 4 in the afternoon with 25 of my friends. No, thank you. I want I'm a very, one. very hyper-social yeah. person. I mm-hmm. actually got tested several times and yeah. I'm like in the 99th yeah, percentile. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm extremely social. Still, I would not want to spend that many hours with that many of my friends. So this constructed reality is not real. And I believe it's not good for, for kids.
0: That's fascinating. That's, so you know?
2: now we said all that. How do we have a social life? Because it's still a question. Of course, we need a social life and some of us are hyper-social and we really like people and we like to be around people. And we have the five of us, we have each other, but it's not enough, obviously. Of course, it's not enough. We like friends. The thing is, we're out of the idea that friends need to have the same age. Of course, children enjoy being around other children. They are not always around other adults. Because the funny thing is that other adults, they also have children. Mm -hmm. so (laughs) there are still some children in this world most of them are in school so they're not very available because they are in the school Mm -hmm. all the time you walk the streets you don't see children at least not before five o'clock yeah Um, but some of the kids are not in school some of the kids are travelers and and so we go to great length to find those kids
0: uh huh. So, just some, as with so all parents, when just I'm here in Istanbul, yeah.
2: I, 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 I say on social media in the traveling communities that we are here and we are with kids of this age because, of course, we like kids. Um, we tend, there are a lot of people traveling with very small kids. And then, when the kids become older, the problem of education and social life becomes more confronting. It's actually not a problem, the problem is the critique of other people. Yeah. So when your mother-in-law, not my mother-in-law, but... Well, she's cool. But Mm -hmm. it's very often the Uh (laughs) mother-in-law or the father-in-law or some auntie or some best friend who keeps criticizing, you know, your child needs to... And if the kids are not perfectly balanced and happy, then it's because they're not in school and they don't have a home. Uh, And it's uh, not, of course. Of course, course, our kids sometimes they are... They hate it and they're out of balance and they freak out and they feel like shit. You know, it happens to everyone sometimes. And of course, it happens to people who travel as well. But if you are not very strong in your choice of the unschooling and the traveling life, then it can be very hard to continue as the kids grow up. Right. Um, And and then you think the solution is a a, a little house with with two cars and the kids in school. And and maybe it is. Maybe for some people it is. I could never go back. Uh, no, I mean, we're not going
3: there. But we we are, for example, here in Istanbul uh, because we... <laughs> Actually, um, we're
2: here for social reasons.
3: We're here so. for social reasons. Uh, mm-hmm. Some friends needed to go to Istanbul for two weeks and we visit them a week or two every year. And they said, oh, we're going to Istanbul. Do you want to join us? And we were in Spain and it's not like it's a quick trip. Uh, so we... we... <laughs> next
2: stop is Copenhagen. It's not like it's on, it, on no, the way. No, on the way. No, no. So
3: we were like... Are you in Istanbul? Oh, yeah. Come. We'll come, guys. And then they were like, do you mean it? Yeah, of course. Because and actually
2: now we came before them. Yeah, we we'll have yeah. board or
3: games we? and we can play board games together with them and it will be awesome. We will have a lot of fun. They come tomorrow. We
2: very often travel for people and we very often say the adventure is the people. <gasps> yeah. But it's the, the, not the destination, it's the people you meet. And sometimes sure. it's people we already know and they are somewhere or it's people we don't know but they're unschooling and they live in a van and they are in XYZ place mm-hmm. and we're like, okay, let's go there see if they're fun and if they're not fun you know what we can just leave so Mm -hmm. and and it's not like we dislike people when we leave but sometimes you know the the energy is not perfect and sometimes we have only two or three days and we we meet someone and it's just amazing and we're like oh i want to stay for a month but we have something we have to do and then we come back
0: yeah that's so. that's so fascinating that this uh, was the only and it, like it's, to me it's not sort of like
2: mind-blowing like
0: it's like of course like and also the about the social aspect is like I remember even when I, when I was a kid sometimes the most interesting people had nothing to do with age right oh. it's just like the, the the narrow range of non-mean kids in the especially because I lived I was in one city then I went to another they had a different accent as soon as I spoke I went into a fight because they yeah. started laughing at my, it was my first fight, like that, that kind of stuff. So like, yeah, of course. And then you find those three, four friends that will be like for life, but that has nothing to do with the environment of the school. And the, that's fascinating. Those friends,
2: they are down there in the street as well. Exactly. So of course, we yeah. find friends yeah. and we find lifetime friends. And also we have friends that we don't have to be with them all the time. We yeah. have some friends, we see them maybe a week or two every year, but they are really no, close one friends. Of, one of
3: my best friends, we just need to talk in the phone every second year, then all is sorted. Yep. It's like, <laughs> it's cool. but no, we know we're there, we are like what we call life witnesses. Mm-hmm. Because he has been in my life so long, I've been in his life so long, so we need to check up from time to time. But we live separate lives, uh, he's mm-hmm. a school teacher, I mean, we live very differently, but we, we need to... <laughs> Connect from time to time and be
2: there. But you can just say what you want to say? Yeah. Well, then go get it. Mm-hmm. But, say it, Mark. Um, but yep. you can Four just. the kids. He <laughs> <laughs> just needed the charger for the computer. Grab it. And of course, he can take it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so cute. Yeah, so I know you guys have more interviews coming like soon, other people. Yeah. So, first, I want to thank you for being with us. It was uh, like, if people want to take a look at your work, because I know you guys have, well, what's the yeah. website that people should go to?
2: WorldSchoolingNomads.com
0: mm-hmm. You'll make sure to add also links Yes, yeah, so we'll add links and everything yeah. it's, uh, And we will send you a picture we'll... of the post Yes, please do yeah, <laughs> If you have any images, we'll like put it somewhere yeah, in, yeah. The, in the footage Any last thoughts, comments, anything?
1: Well, uh, very interesting I think it would be very um, different perspectives for many people Because we receive a lot of questions too Like, oh, how you travel so much? Yeah. But... We don't travel that much <laughs> compared to yeah, your story, just at least started. for now. Yeah. We just started. So, very interesting. Um, just, uh, I even liked it, kind of goes very nicely with our previous episode because we talked about different paths that you take in a new country or in a new city, which you can also do in your own city, which leads to different things. And that's yeah. how basically we met with you because we were dropping by just for a cup of tea and coffee to meet with our common friend and then she invited oh I'm doing this painting do you want to stay? so we stayed and that's when you arrived there yeah (laughs)
0: Yeah. and that's actually a very good point because we were actually going to Yana said oh let's go to this shopping area because she wanted to go like do some shopping specifically for some photo shoots yeah. and some videos. And then I said, Rocky is on this place, it looks so interesting. Let's just drop by and have a coffee, right? Yeah. That's how I convinced her. I said, just for a coffee, okay. Said, hey. yeah, but it's okay. It's, it's
3: about this saying yes and being open. I mean, it has changed our lives so much. Um, from time to time, we have said yes. People have said to us, uh, why don't you come and live with us for a month? And we're we'll like, Okay, let's try that. It's a new experience. Yeah, it's
2: a strategy we've done a few times. Yeah. It's actually really crazy. We just moved in with strangers. Yeah, mm-hmm. someone we didn't even meet. In Never life, met before. Or maybe we did meet in real life just once or twice, and or they were maybe like, maybe "Come live sure. with us," and yeah. we were like, "Yeah." So now we're totally used to just moving into people's place.
3: It's and great. it's it's a most people have
2: a lot of space. We live in a bus. Yeah. It's 22 square meters and we're five. I mean, people. this room is bigger than so, I mean, than our this bus. room is enough of course. living accommodation for a family of five. Yeah. And people have a lot of chairs and they have a kitchen. And what happens when you move in with people, instead of visiting or being neighbors, is within 24 hours, you know, you've seen each other brush teeth and, and you've been really tired in the morning and, and you just become you drop friends. you dropped the facade. Everything mm-hmm. falls down to like a very, very peaceful way of being together. And you get to know each other like really in the heart. You have really good conversations in between things. Not over dinner, yeah. but all the little situations. And yeah. We've had amazing experiences. Yeah, people who invited I us. I prefer to live life. together with people yeah.
3: instead of visiting them. Because waking up and hanging out in the morning and it's like... Yeah, yeah, come on. I've seen you being angry at your kids. You've seen me being angry at our kids. We're both human. Uh, we've been happy together. and
2: You've seen chill. me being really tired. We know
3: that's life. Yeah. I mean, and, and just being honest, being there. And you
2: get so great friends from this.
3: It's, it's wonderful
0: yeah we almost had one that in the end I'm glad we actually didn't go in this little adventure because <laughs> a friend I, I just messaged someone saying oh I'm here I want to talk to these musicians and these projects and then she said oh why don't you come today at least to, to the next day with us to this mountain with like dervishes and stuff and then we just could not arrange to, to be able to say okay for next time and then she said, oh, it th- it's for the better. And I'm like, no, yeah, it is. We met you guys. We did a lot of cool things. So it's like, yeah, it's... Uh, but it's
2: always it's for the better. That's yeah. the, well, that's another episode. I guess, yes, I yeah. guess. Yeah. So It's for something better. Yeah, so... Well, yeah, it's also a question of perspective. If you choose it, it's for the better. Right. Yeah. You yeah. can always look at the little thing that's not working if you want to, or you yeah. can look at the great perspective of what's actually going on. Right. It's, it's mindset, period.
0: Yeah. Well, that's on that note. We should let you like, do yeah. your stuff. Thank you again, and yeah, thank, uh, you. Yeah, thank you for being our first double date. Yeah. This show. <laughs> yes, that was really cool. So this has been. You want to close us off?
1: I think that was very exciting and interesting uh, conversation, and I think we will receive a lot of questions. So, pass we'll on. see, yes, we'll yes. pass to you and see how to address them yeah. in the next episode so people have uh, their replies because I know now is a lot of exciting things, but a lot of questions still, too. Yeah, okay. and, <laughs> so. uh, yeah.
0: and uh, number two coming soon because uh, there's a lot more to it. So we just started we scratching. Huh? Well, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> we'll <don't> know. <laughs> we we're supposed to be out of here oh. a while back. We were now literally like, yes, are we going to like go back to Cappadocia or sticking around Istanbul? We don't know, so, well, so, well, see. hopefully like we we'll stick around.
1: <laughs> but like on this show. note, uh, thank you once again, guys, and yes. uh, I'm pretty sure we'll see you soon.
3: Yes, it was a pleasure. Cool. Bye.
1: Ciao.